I'm Rena Striggle. Welcome to the Courage to Breakthrough podcast. Each of us has an exceptional ability to impact the world. We're here to make the world a better place by living life with awareness and fulfilling our unique purpose. It's time to break through obstacles and fear in order to stop wishing something will happen and start making a courageous life a reality. Your journey starts right now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Courage to Breakthrough podcast. Today, I am thrilled to be interviewing Lacey Gwyther, or Lacey G, as I love to call her. She is one of the most inspiring young women that I have met in a long time. She has had the courage to overcome challenges in her teenage years. She overcame challenges in her college journey, and now she is a thriving entrepreneur running her business with her husband. And I'm going to be so excited for you to listen to her journey, listen to where she's at today, because there's a little bit of Lacey in all of us in terms of some of the things that she's gone through and had to overcome to get where she's at today. So with that, welcome to the podcast. And I'm excited for you to meet Lacey. Okay, so today, Lacey, it is great to see you. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to come and just talk to me a little bit about what you're doing. I'm super excited for this conversation because we met each other a few months ago and I was so excited about everything that you had going on. And now a few months later, you have even more exciting stuff going on. So, you know, just bring everybody up to speed, talk a little bit about what you're doing and and just introduce yourself a little bit to all of our listeners. Great. My name is Lacey. I have been a hairstylist for 12 years. I uh, own my own salon, but we also own a salon suite company. We have a 16-room facility where we rent out those rooms to beauty professionals. We offer hair, skin, nails, massage. We have a tattoo artist, permanent makeup, lashes, pretty much a one-stop shop for all of your beauty needs. Um, Our business is really unique because we really support the girls in their business and in their growth. Whereas in a lot of other salon suite companies, typically just throw the girls in rooms, rent them out and wish them luck. I started in the industry really excited. And then my, I got a gut punch after a gut punch after a gut punch. And I almost left the industry and um, my husband really motivated us to open up this company and and really create that environment that I always really had dreamed of working in and building a team. So that's kind of what we're doing now. And we're growing this business. It's, we've been open for shoot 18 months and we're full. So, and we're looking at a a eight room expansion and a classroom. So that's what we've got going on. And over here in Washington where it's flooding and sunny, it snowed yesterday for a little bit. So It's all sorts of crazy. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting story that, you know, you could start out in an industry and, you know, talk a little bit about getting into the the beauty industry in terms of, you know, how old were you? Did you kind of go through the normal progression of going to beauty school and getting licensed? Just talk a little bit about how you got into that and how old were you? Well, I really kind of just dropped into the beauty industry with a thought process that it was going to be really easy. I struggled. You know, I grew up in a home where my parents were divorced and it was a nasty battle between the two of them. 
they use their kids as power plays against each other. And then I really didn't have rules at home. And I got to do kind of whatever I wanted. Um, and then I got my license at 15, 16 years old, got a car and I was gone. And I had always worked really hard. I've always worked two jobs, stayed in school, but I also had a drug problem through high school. And I partied every night. I'd go to work or I'd do my online schooling. And I was at a point where a lot of the school officials were really recommending me to go into a running start program. It's taking college for high school and college credit. And I saw that as my out. I didn't want to be there at 7 a.m. I started taking online classes. I didn't go to school at all, which made my party problem even worse. So I worked at Subway. I ended up right before I graduated, just like, I can't do this. It was actually Mother's Day. And I called two of my friends and I was like, I'm out of here. Like, I got to be, I got to be gone. And so I um, enrolled in a, a TREMA program. I was part of that program for 47 days. I stayed because I was supposed to get out July 3rd and I, I panicked. I thought, no way. Um, and so then I got out. I came back to the area. I was sober. And December 21st of that year, I went and hung out with my friends one time. I had a couple of drinks. I drove and I ended up wrecking my car. 18 years old, my life stopped completely. You wrecked this beautiful brand new car that you've driven. You have a fractured hip. You're going to lose your job. You're going to jail. I just was like, this is not the life for me. Like, I know this is not the life for me. So I took full responsibility for my actions, which most people do not. And I just went to court and said, this is what I did. I made a mistake, but I'm going to make it right. And I just enrolled in beauty school because I grew up in the industry. Uh, my grandparents had been in the industry for about 50 years. Uh, my grandpa worked with um, a man named Charlie White down in Texas, and they had a bunch of beauty schools that they were... Um, in charge of. And then my grandpa came up here and he worked, started working for Gene Juarez Academy. And he was head of their uh, education. And then I just enrolled in that school because mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be easy. Oh, I've lived in this industry my whole life. I'm going to move in with my grandparents down in Seattle, get away from all my friends and go to school. Well, I took that to court and the judge loved it. It worked for me. <laughs> I rolled with it. And you know, Subway kept my job for me. I was offered a management position right after I came back, and which was kind of crazy. That management position, again, you know, six, seven months later was jeopardized, but they kept it for me. And they let me come back, and I had my, you know, crew and helped manage that store, went to beauty school, and then I was like, I can do this. Like, I can work, I can stay away from these people and let's go. And really, when I went to beauty school, that was a slap in the face. Like, you were wrong. This is hard, way hard. Um, I was in a group of, you know, 25 girls. I did not like girls at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. And I just submerged my life into 300 of them uh, full time. So I really enjoyed beauty school. I excelled really well. I just dove in. I really went head first all in. And I became student of the month, a student ambassador. I was highest retail sales, highest guest count, 
every month I was being recognized, I was really, I was a leader in my class. I started the, uh, let's see, what is it called? The um, Fast Track program. I graduated beauty school six, seven weeks early. And I did an externship. I got offered a job at the split end, which is where I started my career, actually. He offered me that job before I graduated, and I couldn't graduate fast enough and work in this salon. It was awesome. Right down the road from my house, it was this giant 10-chair salon in a great up-and-coming like up area next to Boeing. And I got in there, I was like, this is going to be great. And I realized, wow, you were wrong again. It was really great. I appreciate all of my experience that I had at that company. It was just really hard with my day-to-day -day with the girls. Mm -hmm. Again, I was the youngest one in there, and I started excelling really, really quickly again. It typically takes about three years to get a promotion if you're busting your butt, and I got it in two and a half. Mm -hmm. I got another one a year later, and then another one. So I was growing really rapidly in the company. There was only four positions to the top, and I was almost there within five years. And I was bringing in 25% of the revenue that the whole salon was doing, working 60 hours a week. And I hated it. I loved the people. I loved doing hair. I did not like being in the team, the team environment. It was really hard. I was bullied. There was just a lot of cattiness that went on, which is very typical in salons. Very, very, very common. And it's competition. It's nasty. And I just knew that that was not my, that was not for me. Mm -hmm. So I met my husband, my now husband, probably in 2013. And he really started, it made sense to him to leave. Like you're making all this money, but you're giving up 70% of your income to the salon. Your time, everything was just being robbed and I was unhappy every day. So he really, really encouraged me to maybe go out on my own. And that's where I found my very first location, my salon suite location. And I went in there and I was like, this is going to be great. I'm going to, I work for myself and I don't have any rules. I have all this creative freedom. Yes. Like it just took me back to the days when I was young and I didn't have rules. And I could do whatever I wanted. It sounded great. Again, so hard. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I was running a business. I was collecting people's money. I was responsible for my taxes. My phone is ringing off the hook. I got to figure out this social media thing now. What is Instagram and Facebook for hairstylists? I just know how to cut hair. So it was really, um, again, hard. And I, every step I was like, I'm done with this. This is too hard for me. But my husband really, really did not let me give up on it. And the person I rented from just wasn't doing really legitimate business, kind of uh, financially bullying, taking advantage. I'd work in, I had one of the largest rooms and I was the only person in there. And it was so expensive, way more money than anybody should ever ever pay but because I had this reputation with my grand my grandparents being in the industry that's what I kind of started becoming known for like the tours would happen and oh Lacey her you know grandparents you know grandpa 
you know, worked for Jean Juarez all these years and her grandmother opened up in spa and she just works 12 to 14 hours a day. My ego needed that yeah. until I realized that was not helping. It was making things way worse and that I actually was hunted by her, mm -hmm. uh, convinced to come work in her location. And she just kind of hung me to dry mm -hmm. for her own reputation. Mm -hmm. um, and I would question a lot of things. I would ask the girls around me, you know, just try to teach myself. And nobody had an answer. I could Google it and find out faster than the people that had been there for over five years. I knew there was a problem. Yeah. So I just felt really alone. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing bad business. I, it's not worth my time. And I was going to completely career change. And that's when my husband was like, you really need to just be in charge. You need to have your own team. So we started looking for real estate. And now here we are. We got our building two years ago. And we just kind of started really planning. Like, is yeah. this possible? Can we do this? And so kind of those you know, trials and tribulations that I had of not really being happy in my environment or the team that I was on or the group that I was surrounding myself with really was getting to me. So that's kind of what led us to be here in our current place and why we run our business the way we do. And we're seeing amazing success with it because I think it's it's very common what I experienced every day and people just really don't know how to work through that. And you really have to be a powerful person to overcome that because um, it's so emotional, this industry. And it's personal too. You take it personally when something bad happens. So that's kind of how we got here. Those trials, those tribulations, those really kind of moments of bullying and just struggling. You take it personally take everything really personally in this industry for some reason. And in business, you really can't have emotions. And so I was really torn between the two. So everything that we do here with our business is because of something that I have experienced. You know, I don't have a business degree. I don't have all these fancy, you know, acknowledgements and accolations, except for in the last couple of months with our company. But that's kind of how we got here. It's just the struggle. And it takes a really powerful, different kind of person to be able to kind of come through all of that. Because there were so many times that I came home crying and was really done with it. And I'm yeah. so glad that I didn't. Yeah. So you're, you know, you're now, you know, kind of lining yourself to be, a, you know, setting a new bar in the industry around you know, not just, you know, sort of capitalizing on other people by, you know, renting out a room and taking money and you're, you're legitimately looking at the people who are renting rooms from you and saying, how can we make you a super strong business person and create a collaborative environment so you feel safe, you feel creative, you feel appreciated, you feel like you're part of the team. So some of the things that you just talked about in terms of being bullied and isolated and unsupported and you didn't know what you were doing, you're now flipping the switch on that and saying, we can do this industry and do it right and create healthy, happy people who are providing beauty services to other people. We're talking, yes. these girls are doubling their income year after year, which is fantastic. 
Yeah. So that has no real personal gain to you, except for the fact that they stay in your suite longer. So you're really investing in their success, even though there is not an immediate return back to you in terms of, you know, commission, so to speak. So talk a little bit right. about why you feel that is so important, because that is definitely investing in others in a very different way with a very long-term gain in mind, as opposed to a short-term gain. So talk about how and why you decided that that was going to be worth your time to invest in them. I didn't know if it was going to be worth it. I knew that it would be worth it to try. Because if I was one person that wanted to be a part of something and that just wanted to be able to educate myself and be happy every day and live a balanced life, I knew it was worth a shot. And to get me out of wherever I was at at that time, I would have done anything. And, you know, it's funny how the world works sometimes because it actually wasn't my choice to leave. I actually was kicked out of there. And I showed up right after our wedding. We had gotten married. Uh, my uncle ended up in the hospital and we, I took some time off to help him and our family. And the first day I came back to work, I was handed a 30 day notice to leave with no explanation or anything. And um, so it really wasn't my choice. I knew that we, we were going to do this building. We had opened up the business licensing. We had found a location, and then it was, your time here is done, which is very typical in this industry. Oh, well, I was just going to say, talk a little bit about that decision to stay versus change, you know, career, because I know people are really, we struggle with that a lot. Like, what we're doing seems really hard. It's not very satisfying. It doesn't seem to be meeting some of our needs in terms of our own professional development and the vision for our life. And so we get to that point where we're sitting do I, do I stay and try to push through or do I go? Now your husband said stay, but I would like to know from your point of view, like what was the process that you went through to make that decision? Because I don't suppose you just put it out there and your husband said stay and you went, okay, I'm sure that there was a process behind that. <laughs> oh, you know me so well. No, decisions don't come that easy at all. Unless it's, do you want to go get food? Yes. My husband just was like, let's open up our own salon suite company. Let's change the way we do business with people. It was really his idea. And he was like, Lacey, you can do this. Like, you are a leader. You were meant to do this. And he kept saying it over and over when I was at the other location. And I was like, no, 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 not interested. I don't want a team of these crazy people always coming to me. Absolutely not. Um, and then he really first had the idea to open up like a big salon like I had just come from. And I absolutely said, no, I don't want to hire and fire and be responsible for people. It is a revolving door. I managed a, a team when I worked at Subway. I basically managed my, was managing my own business. It was going to be too much for me. So the decision really came because one of my like rock stars we have in our company, she got kicked out of her room. She worked in the room next to me. And she showed up one day and the girl she shared her room with decided, I don't want her in my room anymore. So she didn't now didn't have a home and I had space in my room and I told her, I'll, I'll, you can rent from in this room with me. Um, and we worked side by side. And that's kind of how this whole thing started is just 
trying to collaborate within my space that I was currently working in. I would talk to her about estimated taxes or this or that. And none of the, I never really got answers, but if I got an answer, she would always respond and she would always want to learn more. So I kind of started with her in my room in that crappy situation we were in before. And then I talked to her about it and said, look, I think we're going to open up a salon suite company. And without hesitation, she's like, I'm there. I'm with you all the way for the rest of my life. I don't care. I've learned so much. And that really kind of gave me the motivation to really be like, I think we can do this. And we just started looking for real estate. We were looking for a building that we could purchase so we could maintain rent or a mortgage for a long period of time to keep the rent cost low over a long period of time so people, people could profit longer. We're not in a big retail space. We're right off Everett Mall Way. Uh, we're in a really beautiful building, but unless you know we're here, you don't know we're here, which is kind of nice. It brings a sense of exclusivity to your, your brand mm -hmm. and everybody runs their own business. So it's, I don't need a receptionist. I don't need that walk-in retail space. And I don't want somebody above me. If we were going to do this company, we were going to be at the top so that nobody below us could be affected. And I work inside our building. I have a salon, I have a room and I work full time side by side with these girls on a regular basis. So really starting with Ruthie and you know, our friendship has become such an amazing friendship over that struggle where we first met and she came in here. We shared a space together again and she was in the room for six months before she really was ready. And she was ready much sooner than that. She could have come from that other location here and hit the ground running. But there was a little bit of fear there, right? Fear. We were the only ones in this building. I did not know what I was doing again and used to say that all the time. Like, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. I don't even know what day it is. But she stuck with me. And I just have that dedicated, like I just dedicated my time to her. Like, I will give you anything. And that's how we really started growing the team. And she is amazing. She's our, one of our highest producers here in our, in our company. And she's, you know, doubled her income year after year. She's going on her, her fifth, fifth or sixth year in the industry as a business owner, the same as me. And she is a leader here. We're launching a podcast together, a YouTube channel. We're going to start to do a lot of collaboration events with the other girls in here. So, you know, just really that's grown over time mm -hmm. just by that one friendship and one person like me that wanted to be a part of something and that wanted to learn. And she started seeing results and she stayed dedicated to it. Yeah. And just that is what made me really realize, like, I can do this. Mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting, your story, because it's like, you were courageous at every step, you know, courageous in terms of, you know, overcoming a drug addiction, courageous in terms of getting yourself through school, getting yourself into these salons, doing so well. But everywhere along the way, it was almost like you got kicked out to the next level, you know, whether you were ready or not. You just kept kind of getting kicked out to go. So 
talk a little bit about the mindset that you have to have when, you know, life maybe isn't going exactly the way you thought or you're getting sort of thrown into opportunities before maybe you're ready or before you're prepared. Because I think that's where a lot of people falter. They get kicked out and they don't know how to start running. They just freeze and go, oh, I can't believe that's happening to me. That's not fair. And they want to turn around and fight their way back in instead of turning around and running into the next opportunity. So talk a little bit because you definitely run to the next opportunity at every juncture. So talk a little bit about the mindset that you see people because you're dealing with women and men who are making that leap from salon to their own business. Talk a little bit about the mindset that you have to have to be able to do that well. Well, in, in this building, you have to have a mindset that you want to be here. That's kind of a requirement that we have. When we uh, tour people through here, we just say, you know, we are looking for people that are driven, that are motivated. They want to own a business. and you have to understand you're working two jobs. I just, I'm real. I'm real about it. And I don't sugarcoat it. It sucks to run a business sometimes. My phone never stops. But the benefit that I have from it, my life is so good. Our bank accounts are full. Every day is a better day from the day before. And you know, you were saying you get kicked out. Like when I got kicked out, I got kicked out, beat up on the ground, bloody bruised. And I just got up because if you stay down there, that's the only thing that you're going to know. And I think that the mindset was really, that was a struggle for me through that whole process. I wasn't in a good mindset. I was more mad. So that anger, because I knew that there was something better out there kind of gave me that, that, kind of like a little bit of I'll show you mentality. You're not going to do this to me. Like I know what's right and wrong. And I'm not somebody that's vengeful or wants to go out for revenge. I just will let it be. That's them. And I'm going to move on. And I think people get hung up in being angry. And I was angry for a long time. I was angry growing up because I was mad at my parents. I was angry at the world. So I didn't talk, I didn't like the girls around me, like all of it. I was just angry all the time. And when you change your environment and you change the way you feel about yourself, that's when everything really opens up and it allows you to really take that next step and not be fearful, right? The girls in here, they're, they're scared, but they come in here and you see a sense of relief. You come in my building and everybody loves it. Everybody absolutely is happy. People are smiling, people are laughing, clients are happy, everybody's networking together. I have to say, like, knock on wood, it has been easy with the team. They're amazing because I have now attracted those people that have that mindset. I just create, I set the bar really high. This is what we expect from you. If you show up every day, this is how we will support you. And, you know, I make it just a personal promise to them. Like, I care about you. Like, I care about the, how hard you have to work for the dollar that you're about to pay our company every single Friday, mind you. It's not just once a month. It's every Friday. And I think me working in here side by side with them has really helped with that mindset of, I can do this. The Shield Maiden Immersion Program is really what shifted my mindset 
into a really powerful stance as a leader and as a business owner. I told myself, even going into the program, I did not know what I was doing. My husband and I didn't know what we were doing. And those were all wrong words. Those kinds of things hold you back. I have not said we don't know what we're doing in six months and our business has exploded. So I just teach them about being happy. I offer them the support. If you show up, I will be here. I will check in on you. And I think because I'm so invested in who they are as people, and then I want them to be happy and they don't feel like I'm just trying to rob their bank account. Trial and error, really. Yeah. So go back a, a, a few minutes ago, you mentioned that you taught you know everybody who was coming in that they basically had two jobs. Talk about that a little bit, because I think that's a really important point about entrepreneurship, especially in the early days when you are the owner and you are the provider of service. Talk a little bit about how you coach your, you know, your, your salon team to get in the mindset of that. I just ask them if they're willing to work two jobs. You know, being a business owner is going to require you to handle money. It is to communicate, you're building a brand. And that's kind of where I start with them is I want you to think about the top five. So we have a thing in our salon, the top five. What do you want your salon to, or spa or whatever to be known for? Pick five words, five terms, a specialty, whatever it is. We have girls that have bright pink rooms with gold. It's really girly. And then I have an all black room, all black and white, and it's super relaxing for skincare. Like you just, everybody has a different view on what they want to showcase. These are creative people. You have to let them be creative. I just am real with them and say, look, this is going to require a little bit of work. It looks cool to be here, but make no mistake it's work. So if you're willing to put in the work and run a legitimate business and build a brand and become something, you'll be just fine here. But if not, you're going to struggle because this isn't just come here, do your job and leave at the end of the day. You have to clean up. You have safety sanitation laws. You have rules. You have a lease. You now are legally bound to another business. So I just am honest with them. This is what you're getting into. And let's talk about cost. I don't want somebody to expend 50% of their income for rent because the profit you're making is so little. Go work for a salon where you don't have to worry about taxes. So what do you want? I just ask them, what do you want? And what is it, how much money is it going to take to make you happy? I have some people say twenty, thirty thousand dollars I had somebody just tell me 150. Okay, but how much are you going to have to work for that? Somebody that wants to make over 100 grand is working really hard, really smart, and is a well-oiled machine. But somebody that also is only wants 20 grand is still working hard and is still having to be a well-oiled machine. It's just not going out 100 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. So it's very consistent. I just ask them. What do you want? And that really helps with everything over the long period of time. And I'm honest. And I think Mm -hmm. that is why we have an amazing team. We've had people come through. We have learned with certain personalities. It it works. And then sometimes it doesn't. You live and you learn. I, in the beginning, took people because I thought it was a good idea just to build a team. 
it has turned out to be a nightmare. They're no longer with our company. It's this long on drawn out, you know, drama where it's, it affected my brand. It affected our brand that we were had here. It affected the girls. As soon as that was over, that lease term was over, everything changed in here. So, you know, it does, you can take anyone, but anyone doesn't work for me anymore. Mm -hmm. So I've just learned, I've built my own brand. So we do it side by side. We include them and it's a mindset of, I want to be here and it's going to be a lot of work. You wake up and you know, and I think people just need to be educated. They need to know that running a business and doing your job are two different things because people don't really realize that. Yeah. I think that's a really important message to people who are you know, entertaining entrepreneurism or thinking about a business, or even if you're already in a business and you're wondering why it's so hard, probably it's because you're not thinking about things in terms of when you're wearing an owner hat, it means this. And when you're wearing, you know, your get the work done hat, it means something really different. I think too, it would be worth talking about a little bit, Lacey, you know, people are hearing your story, you know, 18 months ago, you started this, you bought a building, you did all this stuff and people are going, wow, maybe I should go get like a building and do a salon suite. Talk a little bit about what you and your husband are having to do though, because it's not like you're both just sitting in this building, you know, drinking margaritas and eating bonbons all day and watching your bank accounts fill up because your husband oh, is still nice. working. Yeah. Your husband is still working. So talk a little bit about, you know, how you are, are, working as a team to build this business, to provide the opportunity to these stylists and just kind of talking about how you're working as a team to, you know, take it to the next level because you do have some really exciting things that are coming um, and are under production right now. So talk a little bit about how you are working together to make all of this happen. My husband is amazing. I mean, I have to say I hit the jackpot with him. We're a good team because we're both very driven. My husband works full-time at Boeing and I work full-time in my salon and then we have this business full-time. So no, it's not just about let's go buy a building and rent out these rooms and make sure these girls are happy. No, that's pretty much the, the good gist of it. You know, I have to teach these girls about their taxes. I have taught everybody about a 1099. I teach everybody about the difference between city, state, and federal taxes. I educate every day. Um, I sit down with the girls whenever they request some time, and I will help them build their social media pages from setup, from like, we're going to get you a business email from the very beginning. Because you can Google it all day, but you'll never get the information that's on this piece of paper that I created. <laughs> and it has, you know, 10 or 12 things. You know, it goes over the licensing, your financials, social media setup, contact setup, promo codes, you need business cards. So, you know, I have created so much education for people coming in, giving them that startup packet, like, hey, this is what you need. That almost sells them right away mm -hmm. because they realize like, oh my gosh, I would have never been able to do any of these things without this piece of paper. So we have since then created a welcome packet. So now there's a process of moving people in, right? They come in, they get their licensing, they sign their lease and they start setting up their room. But that's like fun and games. And then it starts to get real. Like, how do I manage this on the back end? Um, we build menu of services that has pricing and timing that is 
very cohesive that is a good price point for where they're at in their career. I do a lot of personal coaching on how to show up to your business every day. How do you talk to your clients? How do you get them to refer you? A salon suite concept really is social media and word of mouth referral based uh, for the growth. And we just dedicate so much time to that. I mean, Facebook, Instagram, you know, I can be a square representative at this point, you know, online stores, online booking, graphics. We have a private Facebook group that the girls are in and I set up the shear sharpener to come every three months. I set up the beauty supply reps to come twice a month and we have five of them. So I communicate, I've set everything up. Them running their business is seamless because on the back end, we've created a structure for them to be structured with inside our business. So that's really where, what, what we do on the back end. And my husband is amazing at handling you know, the phone and the email because I'm face to face with them. He's more on the back end. He shows up here. He hangs the girls stuff for them. He, he tours, he signs leases. He does a lot of the stuff, but I do the coaching with the client building. Anything that's industry related, I take over, but that's how we work really well together as a team. And, you know, with our expansion, we're getting into a lot more stuff and it's really dependent on us working together. The one thing that I guess we do really well is work really well. We just work. We're hard workers, which also means that because of that, you sacrifice something personally. So we, we have to work really hard at our marriage to keep our personal life, our personal life, and our business life, our business life, they live together. They overlap every single day. When we go out to dinner, it's very hard to not look at the cell phone when somebody's texting or answering questions, but we really make time to go on vacation. We make time for each other. And so I think that's why we work really well together We both want it. We both want to be together. We both want to be married and we want to provide a better opportunity. So we're really on the same page and that's why we are a great, great team, but it's not easy and it doesn't come easy at all. If you're struggling in one area, it comes to the other and how do you separate the two? How do you resolve one when it has affected the other? So we're really in always brainstorming mode always, you know, collaborating together, always going back and forth. Like, this is what I think. This is what I think. No, yes, no, yes, no, yes. We're not doing it. (laughs) So we just, we just communicate well. And that's what I appreciate about him. And that's what makes us be a powerful team. He's, you know, really that motivator and that driver for that something better. And I'm a motivator and driver to keep it going. So We're just like a well-oiled machine, right? We're a big wheel that constantly spins. Yeah, I think it's really interesting, though, that, you know, for, for most people, they would expect that you would focus on coaching around hair and, you know, updates and new things that you can do. And you've actually done the opposite. You're not coaching on how to do hair or how to do services at all. You are focused 100% on teaching creative people who you just have to assume are good at the craft 
how to turn that craft into a solid money-making business. Yes, you're really absolutely unique. right. That's yep. really unique. So, okay, so you've been talking, you've told us so many good things, lots of positive things. I want you to share what is the biggest challenge that you've had to overcome on this journey to get where you are? Because it's very obvious that you're doing great, you're happy, but you know, talk a little bit about what is the biggest challenge that you had to overcome either in yourself or in your environment to get where you are today? I had to get over myself. And that came with breaking my leg and tearing my ACL. I, back in August, um, I'm an avid kickboxer, so I work out, you know, five times a week. I went to a kickboxing class. I woke up late. It took me almost an hour because of traffic. I almost missed the beginning of class. It was not good. It was not a good setup for a bad day for me. <laughs> it got worse as I was in the class, and by the end, it was time to do some roundhouses, and I was pissed. My heart rate monitor kept dying during this challenge we were doing, and I pushed myself hard. The, probably the hardest I've ever pushed myself. And I just didn't step out wide enough and kind of rolled my ankle and my knee at the same time and rolled out on the mat, just like got up and walked away. But what happened was like life slapped me in the face that day. It didn't hurt. It was kind of sore. I went to the doctor just to make sure I didn't do anything wrong. The first doctor told me, no broken bones, but you have a torn ACL and it's a rare tear. It's still attached, but it's missing the middle. So essentially I split my ACL all the way through the center and up the middle. So I could still walk around, hence why it didn't hurt. But I had a lot of pain in my leg still. And then I ended up going to another doctor, getting an MRI done, uh, another x-ray, and that my orthopedic surgeon said, you have four bone fractures. You have a fracture in your femur, your kneecap, your tibia, and your fibula. You have a torn ACL. You have tears in your MCL and your LCL. You have fluid everywhere. When would you like to schedule surgery? And I was like, no thanks. I'm not doing it. It'll get better. Again, me, I'm in my own way. Like, I know that I'm injured. I got to go. I'm not doing it. It was me. Like, that was the biggest probably time that I was like, wow. I just kind of like rolled out. It didn't hurt. But now I'm looking at a major leg surgery that was the week before our Shield Maiden immersion. Mm -hmm. And I was going to back out of the program. I wasn't going to come down because I knew we were going to do physical stuff on the beach. But Coach Nate said, if you're coming down here for the physical activity, you're coming down here for the wrong reason. We're keeping your tuition. You can reapply. We want people that are powerful. And that challenged me. I was like, oh, I'm coming down there then. He promised me that they wouldn't push me past the brink of if I didn't really want to. But I just went down there and I did not let it stop me. And that's when I learned about my mindset. My mindset is what got me into that mess. Every time I have a problem, it's my mindset. So it's me every single time that is a challenge. Everything works out great when I feel good and when I'm moving forward. But the minute that I don't feel good, something bad happens. <laughs> so I went down to the Shield Maiden 
you know, walked on that beach, sandbags, you know, on a broken leg. And uh, I came, came back and I continued to work. And then I knew I had to make a plan to get my leg fixed. I wasn't going to do it before my busiest, you know, holiday coming up with my clients. What was I going to do with my clients? Like, I got to be off of work for two months. What about my team? Like, everything that I'm in control of was now just going to be, like, you got to let it go. Yeah. And going through this process, that's when I really realized the biggest challenge that you've ever had in your entire life is you. Like, really, it's you. And I just made a plan. It is what it is. This needs to get fixed. I need to take a step back from being behind my chair. And I came back from immersion and I changed my work. I was not going to work six days a week. I was only going to work four behind my chair. I was going to make a plan to have surgery and be gone for two months. My clients were just going to have to deal with it. I would have never said that before. And I just did it. I choked it up and it turned out beautifully. I had surgery in the beginning of January. Tomorrow's my first day back to work full time. I gave all my clients away, pre-booked them on the, spread them out between all the girls that we had. My clients have had great hair done. They've had quality service. They have stayed on their routine every four, six or eight weeks. I'm coming back. I'm fully booked through the end of March and in going into April. It didn't affect my business. It made it 10 times better. But if I had this mindset that my broken leg and this torn ACL is ruining my life and why did this happen to me? Like, it was me. Deal with it. I broke my leg. Gotta have surgery. These girls can take care of it. And I just, I, I showed up with confidence. These girls know what they're doing. I don't have to tell them how to do hair. I don't have to tell them how to do lashes. I'm not going to tell a permanent makeup artist how to do permanent makeup because I am not one of those. I respect people in their own industries. That's why I don't have to worry about them not doing a good service job. Mm -hmm. If they were unhappy, that service would probably be really crappy or they wouldn't show up to those pre-booked appointments. Yeah. I gave all my money away to them and it's coming right back. But now my clients have not one person, but now a team of people that can do their hair for when I'm now going to cut my schedule back even more and grow both of these businesses and expand our company. When we have kids, I get to take three months off or more and be comfortable with that because I made myself uncomfortable by being in a bad mindset. So really my biggest challenge was, you know, really getting through this big injury, like in the last six months. But like I said, the last six months, our, our business has exploded because I got out of my own way. Like I was just top producer, head, head, head. And now it's just me and my team. Yeah. I think that's a huge lesson, Lacey, in terms of all the things that we think if we don't touch it, it can't be successful. And I think that's one of the reasons why businesses do not grow is because we get to the level of our own capacity. We can't let go of anything. And then, and so that's as big as it gets. It becomes a job that we call a business rather than a business that supports itself and allows you the freedom as the business owner to come and go as you need to pursue other things. So I think that's a huge 
lesson, not only just for you, but that's a lesson that I would love for everybody to learn without having to go and break their leg and go through this horrible trauma that you go through. Please spare yourself. It doesn't, <laughs> like, it doesn't help emotionally. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't go learn it the hard way. Just know that it will work. You've just got to have the plan. Don't force yourself into, you know, having to do it. So I think that's an awesome lesson of, you know, just the mindset around entrepreneurs and how we build businesses and how we create space and grow our own capacity compress time and take really good care of both our teams and our clients. I think that's an awesome lesson. And yourself, like take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, I was, I was taking care of myself. I was working out. I was in the best shape of my life. I, but I was stressed out all the time. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You could work out a hundred days a year or a week or every day for the rest of your life and still be unhappy. You could have the best body in the entire world, but still hate yourself at the end of the day. Because as soon as you walk into wherever is making you money and you hate it, the money's not worth it. Mm -hmm. What you're doing is not worth it. So then the thoughts of I'm not worth it start to come in or this business isn't worth it or I'm just going to give up. And as soon as you go down that slope, it's like a roller coaster that goes down fast. So yeah, just getting out of, I would say just really getting out of your own way and I challenge myself now to really push the limits. I cried a lot during the immersion program. I did not complain one time. They didn't pull me off one time. They I've just been given nothing but, you know, good positive feedback because I didn't allow that little thing to stop me from being better. It was mm -hmm. just a part of what I was going through at the time. Just like now, I will, I would struggle staying at home all day long. I learned that very, very, very well, but I needed that downtime so that I could focus on growing our team. And it came at the perfect time. It came at a time where our business was just recognized by the mayor of the city and she said that our business is the number one spot for newer established entrepreneurs to grow their business. Wow. And that's really amazing considering this, the city that we're in is changing rapidly. There was a lot of problems. They dealt with a lot of homelessness and drugs and, you know, their crime rate is down. Everything is really booming and growing. And she said, it's just amazing to me that the impact that you're having on these people and the community, you know, uh, you put all these girls together and you're looking at a seven figure dollar amount for the city. That's, that's a lot of money to their little city with one person um, helping produce that. So I started networking in different ways. I started creating more content, changed the direction of where we're going with our company, still provide that support but more in yeah. a different way, in a bigger way, not just how am I going to get my rooms filled and build this team, but how do I build this team to be the best is where we're at now. So it's been cool and I love it, but it's yeah. also so much work. Yeah. So, you know, I am sure there's a lot of people going, okay, I got to follow this girl. I got to know what she's doing. Somebody mentioned a podcast, so I don't even know what that's about. And I know we're not going to say the name of it yet because it's not launched. So we're going to hold that in secret. So nobody goes out and snatches your name. So 
you know, it, just tell everybody who's listening, how do they connect with you, follow you? Like, where are you at on social media? Give us your handles. I'll put it in the show notes so that they have it. They can go and click and get that. But just tell people how to, how to connect with you, how to communicate. Well, you can find all, all of us everywhere. Our company is Executive Beauty Suites, so you can find them on Facebook and on Instagram. My name is Lacey Gwyther, G-W-Y-T-H-E-R. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, my salon is Amore Hair Design, so they're on Facebook and Instagram. And my hair Instagram is Lacey Lynn. So you can find me in all different directions. I have, I have 10 social media accounts that I manage. So uh, you can email me at executivebeautysuites at gmail.com. You can call me or text me or our business, 425-350-9636. Awesome. I'm and open to anything. Yeah, and, and I'll also, you know, I'm sure you've mentioned the Shield Made Immersion Program, and I'll actually put a link to that in the show notes as well. We didn't actually talk about that. That would be like a whole nother show. But I will put that in there in case anybody's wondering, what is this program? What was she talking about? Sandbags on a beach. You know, in case you're wondering, you know, what that's all about, we'll put a link there so you can go out and check that out as well. So one of the best things I've ever done, and it's not, it's not a program, it's not a seminar, it is a life-changing experience for people that are powerful, people that are willing to go all in, and people that really have that drive and that fire to be the best, so I highly recommend that program to any man or woman that really is looking to take it to the next level. It's really been one of the most beneficial things I've ever done. That's awesome. Thank you for that, Lacey. And thank you for your time today. This has been fabulous. I appreciate it so much. And I cannot wait to see all the new things that are coming in the next few months from you and the girls at Executive Beauty. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. This is Rena Striggle, and you have been listening to the Courage to Breakthrough podcast. Please visit my website at renastriggle.com and find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, please go to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another inspirational episode where you will hear how real-life people just like you have discovered the courage to break through.